Business as usual is a thing of the past, but the entrepreneurial spirit keeps us closing in on our dream. That's why U.S. Bank makes sure solutions are a conversation away, so we can help you adapt and evolve your business, no matter what comes up. Because even in uncertainty, you can be certain we have your back. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello, and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and... Well, since John Carcat can't be with us today, my co-host is none other than the great, the awesome Scott Van Ack, Senior SEO at Stepforth Web Marketing. Hey, with that intro, it means you must have got my memo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Treat you well or you run. I know. That's I right. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so how's your Monday? My Monday is great, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's a good Monday, but uh, it's interesting trying to look up all this penguin stuff, which we'll get to, I guess, later. But Yeah. Oh, sure. Give Thanks it away. for an interesting day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump right into it because that's just our style. Um, well, let's get into it here. So first of all, let's start with uh, – there's been a few updates since our last shows because uh, we did do a bit of pre-recording. Um, in this case, it's about Hummingbird. Uh, the Hummingbird update uh, came out a while back. It is all about uh, – uh, oh, I bring – Crash semantic search. Thank you. <laughs> now, semantic, semantic search essentially is Google understanding better the context of a search. Now, I, I, for some reason, I always think of one and then forget the example I was going to use. But just think of all the lingo and uh, and and baffle gab out there. I think of uh, legalese for that matter, and how if you were a robot reading it you might totally get the wrong impression because you're reading it without uh, understanding what each word actually means in the public. Uh, you know, when you're talking to a person, just one person to the other person. Well, uh, that's semantic. Google can actually, is getting better, I should say, at figuring out uh, what you intend to mean. Um, do you have one off the top of your head, Scott? I'm throwing it at you here, but... Example. You want me to give you an example off the top of my head here? Um, <laughs> Pressure, I don't know, you know... I, you know, I no. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're bad. I, I'm supposed to have. It's kind of like one of those sales pitch things. They always say you should know your sales pitch, but then like, like you should have it memorized. So I, this is one of those things. I was like, okay, I'm going to get an example. It's going to be burned into my mind, and yeah, not happened yet. So on the uh, commercial break, I'll come up with something. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways. It, it is good in that uh, Google will get a better idea of what you're searching for. Uh, you will have to do, hopefully, less uh, granular searches. It'll figure out what you're looking for. Now, the, the, how does that affect your website? That's another thing. Uh, I guess the most telling point here is that when Hummingbird came into play, there was little or no noise from anyone about how it affected their negatively affected rankings. And I think that's just because all Google did is make it easier to search. Um, you know, yes, it designs for faster results, but when it comes right down to it, 
it's uh, it's just about getting a more successful result in faster time um, and less searches. Anything else to add to that, Scott? I think probably one of the biggest places it would have effect would be long tail stuff, you know, because it's, I don't know, I just have a feeling the long tail phrases, and then there are fewer people searching for that, and that's probably why there'd be less people complaining. Yeah, 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 good point. So, yeah, if you had a lot of top long tail rankings, um, maybe you'd get less traffic from those now because people didn't have to go as long tail on their searches. Uh, that's about it. Uh, perhaps also those, those, those rankings were switched up. Uh, to to better uh, reflect what people were searching for. It's almost like the Hummingbird update is an update that didn't actually happen, but they just said it did. You know, because every time there's any kind of algorithmic update, everybody's freaking out all over the place, and it doesn't matter how small Google says it is, there are people being very vocal about it. And with this one, across my clients, I didn't really notice anything. You know, everything was just sort of business as usual the next day, and, and I, it seems like that's the case everywhere. So it's, I mean, that's... Yeah. Good for most people, I guess, unless you didn't rank before and you're hoping it would fix it. Yeah, and good luck there. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes down to it, though, I mean, uh, I'm proud to say that we don't usually uh, experience any negative hits on our clients because we're well, we're paranoid. We don't use anything that's going to cause a problem, um, and then that's actually good news for the Google Ping- Penguin 2.1 update, which is the one that is most recent. It happened just on Friday, and uh, that update. I <laughs> love this. Matt Cutts says, Penguin 2.1 launching today affects less than 1% of searches to a noticeable degree. More info on Penguin. You know, it's all like, well, whatever. It's nothing. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, it's probably been one of the noisiest updates for a while. Um, uh, Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable has been at, you know, talking to Blue Streak about this because he's getting so much feedback. He's seen people lose everything on it. It's pretty astounding. It's absolutely brutal. And I actually uh, I did a website audit for a client last week, and they haven't implemented anything yet, and they got hit by this Penguin update. And pretty much everything this Penguin update is going after is noted in the audit that things that they need to fix on their site. But just oh, no. you know, had the audit wait – or sorry, had, the, um, had they done the audit a month before, they probably would have had everything fixed before the update and all would be good or had Google waited an extra month. But So they emailed me on the weekend asking, what can we do? What's going on here? It's like, well, you're doing it. You're already, you ha- already have the roadmap to fix this. It's just unfortunately Google acted on it before you did. So Ouch. You know, at least we could pinpoint why they, their traffic dropped, but you know, they had well, to fix it anyway. So. Yeah, it's uh, – we often get those. I mean, I, since then, uh, this weekend has been quite busy in terms of inquiries on pe- from people talking about the penalty. And uh, yeah, that's always a good indi- uh, uh, an indicator that something's happened to, uh, and not a good thing. For many people, but the, the the problem is, is yeah, they're they're waiting too long, and and they're not they're not listening to this web this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> they must listen. <laughs> they will, we will we will we will keep them from these problems if they just listen, please. Anyway, uh, I just have to see people lose their their shirts on this stuff. It's it's being forecasted so well that this is you know. Google's been saying, hello, we're doing this, hello, we're doing this, by doing it like 1.1, 1. 1. 1.2, 1. 1.3, <laughs> Just gets 2. progressively 0. stronger. Yeah, so, I mean, it's coming. If you haven't been hit yet, don't think you're lucky. It's, well, maybe you're lucky so far, but you're not going to be lucky <laughs> in the end. Uh, it's, it's very unlikely you're going to get skirted by this, so I, I, would, I would make your changes now. Um, now, what, what would you do, Scott, to sort of, to to help 
uh, eliminate your chances of having this happen to you? Well, the first thing I would look at is my inbound links and see where they're coming from and, you know, working to get rid of and disavowing those that are obviously bad. I mean, I, I mean that's the, the first natural place to start. And then also looking for, you know, over-optimization and any unintentional spam, uh, you know, any, any keyword stuffing or, you know, all these uh, little landing pages created just for SEO if you have such a thing. I don't, but, you know, people still have lots of those. Um, I'd probably even look at, I don't think this really tackles things like thin content and that sort of thing, but I'd be looking a lot at that too. Any pages I have that are pretty much blank, working on beefing those up or removing them. And, and those are pretty much the first spots I would check for sure. Yeah, good good points. Um, whatever you do, though, just just make sure you keep reading. Um, you know, we we took a little while to get to this because, of course, our shows every once a week, and believe it or not, that's not enough. Um, if you want to keep up to date to the the absolute hilt here, so make sure that uh, you keep reading Search Engine Roundtable, Search Engine Land, any of the the main sites, uh, and just make sure that um, you're listening. Yeah, you're you're, you're going to be able to catch it ahead of time, and also. If you've got any of these issues, uh, John, myself, Scott, we've all talked about this many times in the show, uh, what you need to remove and what you need to work on. Uh, so, you know, get to it if you can, if you haven't gotten to it yet. On that note, let's take a quick break and we get back. We've got a bit of news to share. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Your mission, initiate internet marketing measures. Your arsenal, the weapons of mass marketing. Weapons of mass marketing, on demand anytime inside the internet marketing channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. 
Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my host, Scott Van Ack, Senior SEO at Stepforth.com, who is generous, generously filling in for John Carcutt, who is uh, traveling with him, our fellow traveler. He's going to come back, though, with lots of great tips from all the conferences he's been hitting, so I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully Christmas gifts to make up for subbing in for him. Ooh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah, don't get me going with Christmas gifts, though, with him. <laughs> uh, in any case, uh, let's get to this next point here. Now, actually, uh, this is just sort of an insert I added to my notes. I wish there was something Google Plus would do about this. I, as a, a moderator of the SEO 101 community on Google Plus, I, I find it kind of frustrating. Like, I see people's posts, and sometimes they're a little bit promotional, and I think, you know what, I wouldn't mind letting them get the odd one in, because, you know, it's, it's, it helps them, whatever. But there's no, I can't remember everyone's name. I mean, I remember the people who are there the most, but if this person, let's say, had been on the community and had done a lot for it, you know, and, and for a while there, and have just decided that uh, they're going to drop something in that's a little promotional, I'd be okay with it. But if it hadn't been on the site before, or done anything like that, and they posted, then it wouldn't be okay. That's a drive-by link. I don't like it. Get out. <laughs> it's going to be removed. Why don't they show how active a particular person's been in your community, if you're a moderator? should have a little, uh, some stats, so I can look at that and find out, okay, yeah, they've been here a while. Actually, and here's the engagement they've had on each of their posts, so it's not just being lame, lifeless posts they put on there. I don't know. It's got to come. I think that's. I think that's something I need to take right to the top. I I agree. You have some <laughs> sort of a, have some sort of metric to show someone's authority, and you know I, I hate those people. Same with on forums. You know, people log in forums for one time, like, oh, check out my website, blah blah blah. It's like, go away. You know, we don't want or, or people leave comments on blogs. Like, we don't want to see any of that. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I just got great news from Brasco. This is your ninth appearance on SEO One Hundred One. One away means- from ten. I, I know. Should, should I just? I don't know. Maybe I should be on next week. I don't know. Get get up to yeah. ten. Keeps me from doing real work. So you know, it's like solitaire. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> no, I don't mean okay. that. Uh, of course you don't. Of course you don't. Um, all right. So the next bit of uh, news here, I thought it was kind of cool. I, it was something I found uh, on Search Engine Land, and it was about structured data. Um, and it's, it's a, something I'm a big fan of these days. And, uh, well, let's just jump into it here. The title is Structured Data Provides Impressive Click... Oh, actually, that was my title. <laughs> Structured Data <laughs> Provides Impressive Click Gains. Now, the, the deal here is uh, Structured Data is usually built off schema.org um, or the Facebook Open Graph, uh, really the schema.org um, listing of all the different types of, of, of structured data is my favorite uh, place to go. If I'm looking for data, because Facebook Open Graph is a muddle. Oh, I hate it. It's so hard to get through. In any case, what it allows you to do is mark up content within your site so that when uh, search engine, well, this is Google because it's all that matters, um, indexes your page, uh, it's going to get a better sense of what all the content is about in a faster time. In fact, when they do index a page now, uh, there's 
I don't know whether it's evidence, but it makes a lot of sense. They're going through a page and first looking at the open graph data uh, and, uh, and looking and trying to determine what the, the relevance is about the page. Then they're getting to the content uh, because well, yeah, if you get some insight, then you should look at that and help it clarify the page before you make any um, final decisions on what it should be about. Anyways, uh, in this uh, particular session, it was from SMX East, um, the search engine line called it the Structured Data Superstars at SMX East. They talked about how uh, how much structured data has played a role in improving click-throughs. Uh, and I'll read you this quote. According to Lee, by adding schema markup to the reviews, they saw a bump in click-through click results and a 20% increase in visits. Chris Silversmith also noted in his presentation that structured data can be can result in click-through rates of increases of 15 to 50%. Yeah, that's a wow, all right. Uh, and frankly, it makes sense. If you think about it, uh, structured markup is what Google loves to show in things like the knowledge graph, in search results where you see uh, images showing up of, uh, you know, the author obviously is, actually, Relico's author, in a sense, is, is a markup as well. Um, in this case, though, we're talking about uh, images that are related to the article that's been linked to, uh, perhaps links to reviews. You'll see star ratings, uh, other images that may be relevant, uh, descriptions. It's a huge list of, the, of things that you can do. And uh, this particular post, I think, just really highlighted all the stuff that people start to, to think about. Now, why is this so important? Not only those benefits I told you about, but since the Hummingbird update, Google's more semantic, right? So it is looking for that meaning in what you're talking about. If you help them get that meaning, and the meaning you want them to get, by using semantic, or, or might as well call it that, semantic markup, um, you're going to get a better result uh, in terms of them understanding what your page is about. Just kind of works together. And this is a lot of work in some cases, especially in e-commerce such places where there's a lot of extraneous data, but it is obviously well worth the time. So uh, I, I suggest getting into it. And I, what I'd like to do is have a, a show where uh, John and I get into what markup is important for different types of sites. Uh, it might be a little bit heady show, but we'll, we'll at least cover our, base, our bases on that. Uh, have you found anything in terms of markup that you've really valued, Scott, when you're doing searches or working on client sites? Um, yeah, you know, especially the basics, you know, things like phone numbers and addresses and, and the really fundamental stuff should always be marked up like that. I mean, you can go as far as, you know, reviews, well, pretty much anything you can think of you can mark up, I guess, but, you know, the fundamental stuff should be in there and, and I know you you had a show a few weeks ago about authorship. I mean, that's you know basically the same thing, and and that's <laughs> drastically improves the mm -hmm. way your your site appears in Google, and it's just it's huge. It definitely increase, increases everything, like click through rates and traffic, and you know in most cases sales, I guess too. Of course, yeah. the important part. <laughs> I think I think it also shows a different level of, of commitment to your website and the quality of the content. Um, it. it stands to reason if the the structured mark makes sense and it's it it seems to be valid that it would add some relevance to the quality of your site in Google's eyes. Uh, whether that directly translates to better rankings, I doubt, but um, certainly um, more attention would make sense to me too. Um, it's it's all at this point just guesswork, but 
Uh, yeah, I, this is all new. So. Yeah, I don't think it directly impacts organic rankings, although I do think it indirectly does. And I think eventually, if it's not a part of the algorithm, I think it will be because you're, you're, you're giving Google a clear idea of what your page is about, site is about, and you're helping them do it much quicker. And I think Google is all about speed these days in so many different ways. You know, anything that you can do to help make Google happy, they're going to return at least some of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, another thing is they link to a tool called uh, Google Webmaster uh, Structured Markup Helper. So if you need any help in w- determining what kind of markup you want on your site, um, look for the Structured Markup Helper. I just do that search in Google, Structured Markup Helper. And uh, you'll find there, they uh, quote-unquote call it brittle um, in the conference, which means it's, it's not the best tool, but, you know, it's the one that's out there right now, and it's helpful. Uh, so uh, just take what advice you get. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkins treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Pumpkin spice signature latte. And our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. From it with a grain of salt, make sure you do a little more research. But uh, I think it's it's a huge step in the right direction, and I'm thankful Google makes these. Now, something I want to do is share an experience I'm having right now um, with a client, a past client, I should say. Actually, I posted this to Facebook uh, publicly because I thought it was interesting. Um, we have a, a had a, a client about a month ago who we worked with for many many years and really enjoyed them. Um, but they decided, and I don't really understand the logic completely, but um, we've had a few times in the years that say that they, they like to switch up marketing firms every once in a while to make things fresh and get you know change up the results, etc. Well, in this case, they, they did that, and uh, we said, okay, well, we'll miss you. <laughs> now, I still see their stats and stuff because they haven't removed it. I was just going through um, an up. I know a bunch of stuff, and I look. I'm like, oh, I wonder how things are doing. And I looked at it, and uh, to say that I'm a little spooked is an understatement. Essentially, the circumstances are: uh, Scott and I took a peek at the site, uh, their new site, in fact, and noticed there's a huge amount of errors from uh, that the current SEOs have done. They're not following the proper uh, steps. And as a past vendor who genuinely liked the client, it's difficult to see all that work go out the window. And so I asked on Facebook what anyone would do. You know, if you've got a past client, you don't want to look bitter. You want to say, hey, you know, these guys aren't doing a good job, blah, blah, blah. But you also, do you really want to see your client go under the bus, your past client? I don't know. What do you feel? How do you feel about it, Scott? I know you're going through too. 
I, you know, I have a tough time. Part of me wants to reach out to them and say, you know what, you're not with us anymore, but we're seeing all these issues, A, B, C, D, and E, right? And so I kind of want to do that because I like the guys. They're, they're good people, and, you know, I never had any problems with them at all. But then on the other hand, it's like you're really doing this, whoever it is that they've hired to replace us, you're doing them a huge favor because they're going to end up implementing them, and then everything's going to be good, and then the client's going to seem justified in having the switch. But on the other hand, they might be the exact opposite. They might look at us and be like, well, our new guys missed all this. Maybe we need to come back to you. But they might not do that. But, you know, it's really like what's the ethical way to go about it? I'm not sure. I mean, probably the best way is, you know, as a human being to reach out and say, here's your problem. But do we really have time when we're not on the clock with them anymore to invest all this time into this big conversation, which is probably what it would turn into? I don't know. It's just it's a tough one. It's a really tough call. Yeah. And, and out of the uh, responses I got, uh, it was about 90 percent of the people who responded to quite a few did was don't do anything. You know, they made their choice. And I get that. Um, but the one that I'm going to go with is uh, – from my friend Tamar, which said essentially, uh, you know, if you've got a good rapport with them, take, go with that. Call them up, say, hey, I'm thankful we worked with you for so long. Um, we hate, you know, we, we enjoyed working with you. And, you know, I was just taking a gander and I, I just hate to see, you know, all the work together go to, down the drain. And I noticed a couple of things that you might want to look at. And you know what? It may never come back to us in a good way. Uh, but I think it's a good thing to do. And the best part about it is I think it, from a pure customer service standpoint, it leaves them with a, a good taste in their mouth about working with us. And that can never be bad, right? No. So. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was rhetorical <laughs> or not. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, some tips that Bing gave us on tips that help and hurt SEO. It's a bit older, but I think we missed it in a, another show. So let's talk about it then. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. 
great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine. WebmasterRadio.fm presents The Shoe Money Show. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Show me the money. On demand, anytime inside the advertising channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. Trying to crank in the cash. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. I think we have the best sound. That, that, that's the best soundtrack. Anyway, welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. And my co-host, Scott Van Ax, Senior SEO at Stepforth. So, Bing gave some tips uh, I believe it was on July 26th, uh, and we actually had it in our notes. We never got to it in the show, and I, I followed up, and I noticed it there. And actually, you know what? They're worth the recap. Um, first of all, you don't hear much from Bing in terms of what you should and shouldn't do, so it's kind of interesting, um, if you care at all about Bing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what to <laughs> well, pay attention bit, to? I guess. You know what? I am more so, um, as days go on. I mean, they're... they're They've at least stood the test of time. They're, they are slowly gaining uh, a bit of ground. So that's something. I think if anyway, when you click search, it went bing, then more people will use it. But that's just me. It's, it's true. It's true. Although I noticed that their shortened URL is the lamest I've ever seen. It's binged it. Binged it. Binged dot right. IT. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Microsoft takes branding to a new level of silliness at times. So anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so what to pay attention to? Well, why don't you take those, Scott, and we'll get into the skips after. Oh, okay, the skips are the fun part. Uh, yeah, so a lot of the stuff they say to pay attention to is kind of the fundamental stuff that you should probably know anyways. Things like title tags, uh, meta descriptions, which obviously I'm guessing are a little bit more valuable at Bing than Google, but I won't get into that right now. <laughs> uh, c- clean, concise URLs. Uh, image and alt description, so yeah, use that uh, alt attribute. Uh, heading one tags, which is interesting because I haven't really seen Google talk about heading one tags at all. I mean, I, you kind of know they're important a little bit, but you don't see people mentioning it much anymore. Uh, the canonical tag, robots.txt file, uh, so you know, blocking the appropriate things and putting a link into your XML sitemap, stuff like that. Uh, XML sitemaps, uh, social sharing, which is definitely growing a lot lately, especially in Google. Uh, unique and in-depth content, uh, do, 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 uh, matching content type to visitor expectations. Oh, okay, yeah. So if people are doing a search for photos or videos or something, you know, the content that they're coming up to your page is going to be relevant to that. But in a way, to me, that's kind of Bing's job anyways to find that. So I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, page load times, actually, I found kind of interesting because we know Matt Cuts a few years ago. Uh, we kind of knew for a while, but Matt officially said that the faster, well, not really the faster your site loads, but your page load time is going to be a factor in the algorithm. And this is the first time I've seen Bing actually come out and say that as well. So, you know, that's, you know, it's good. I mean, it it makes perfect sense. I think it should be in there. Uh, Crawlability, that's kind of comes without saying. 
Um, and then news, it says submit for inclusion if you're actually a news site. So I guess that comes more back to unique and relevant content, I would say. Now, if, if there's anyone out there going, oh, come on, use it at the load times, things being said by Bing years ago. It's very possible, but that's how little we pay attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I might have put my foot in my mouth there. I don't know. <laughs> no, you didn't. I just, I just thought about it. I'm like, you know, what? it's probably true, but yeah, whatever. Um, we tend to get those rankings anyway from any of the clients just from working with Google because they're far more sophisticated. Um, and I don't think anyone will argue that. Uh, I'd love to hear their argument. Otherwise. <laughs> so, yeah. That could be a good yeah. if you get someone that uh, uh, just get a <laughs> debate going on Google versus Bing might be an interesting half hour. Well, actually, there is a debate going on right now. We can't get into that. Maybe we'll get into the next show about how apparently two people out of every three uh, enjoy Bing more than Google. Some sort of oh yeah, the Bing it on stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, although I have had better experiences on Bing. Weird but true. Um, I actually enjoy the fact that they switch up their look a lot. It makes it more fun. But nah. Google still has it banged. <laughs> um, Bing banged, whatever you want to call it. But another thing too is they know heading one tags and meta descriptions and. And things that, you know, they are not mentioned by Google because, well, the descriptions they are because it does have benefit to the search result, but it doesn't play any ranking role. Um, I don't actually know. I, I think I read about it recently. I think Bing is still, Bing has turned off the ability to get rankings from descriptions, but I guess it's the, again, what it, how it shows up in rankings. Um, but heading one tags, I wonder if Bing still puts any weight on that. Google apparently doesn't. I still use it as though they do because there's no harm in that. Um, I think it's just good practice anyways. Whether whether it's for SEO or not, it makes sense to use them. So Totally, yeah. Uh, so what to skip? We'll get through this quickly here because we're running out of time. But meta keywords. <laughs> you yeah. know what? I, f- I found that one really interesting because it says keep them short and relevant. Skip them if you like. Or fill them in if you like, but not a big ranking factor, which implies that they still might actually use it a little bit. And that kind of threw me off when I read that. I thought, for sure they did not, but now I don't know. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't see it being a be- real big benefit. I mean, maybe if you, you stuck a whole bunch of synonyms in there to help Bing out with their semantic search, <laughs> maybe that'll help. I don't know. Um, Google wouldn't need that. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, Persnickety here. Uh, no. Duplicate URLs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, no one wants to have a duplicated page, duplicate URLs. So use 301 redirects properly. We've talked about that in like uh, tons on the show. I'm trying to think of a better word for it, but yeah, a lot. Um, overly long URLs, no set number, but you'll, you've seen all these. Um, that's true. Overly long. Uh, there's some URLs that just go stringing off the darn address bar to uh, ad nauseum, and those are way overkill. And frankly, there has been instances in the past where those have been used to uh, hack pages and such because you can add extraneous code in there. Uh, not that that's really what's playing the role here, but it's just another instance of why those are just not good. Uh, cloaking comes down to your intent. But it's risky for sure. I really thought that was cool that they said that. Because I do believe there's instances where cloaking is important. Because uh, uh, technically, cloaking is just showing something different to someone else based on particular data. You know, 
perhaps they're coming to you with Internet Explorer. Technically, cloaking is showing a different form of your site to a different browser. Wouldn't you say? I would say for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I can, I can I, think of a lot of legit reasons to cloak. Not yeah, talking and SEO, but... Yeah, and also paid gates. Um, for example, uh, many of the major news, online newspapers allow Google in but don't allow people in um, without paying. They have to because Google would never find the content. Um, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer that any site should be allowed to do that, although based on my prior experience, Google is very, uh, let's say, uh, lack of words, Monday, holy cow. Um, anyways, they, they, they usually stick to the bigger brands in terms of allowing them to do it or at least making it obvious how to do it. They have even reach out to them in my experience. So, um, uh, we've got a site coming out. I uh, can't say what it is yet because we're actually going to change the name on it quickly here because I'm not sure it's the best name. Uh, I'm speaking of MH Scott. Um, oh, I didn't <laughs> know about this change. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, and there's a lot of content that's going to be hidden to people unless they pay for it. It's very cheap, but still, we want to make sure that there's some some money coming in from it. And I want to make sure that Google can get access to it. But I haven't even begun to do the research for that. It's going to be pretty intense, I'm sure, to make sure that we follow every rule possible so that we don't get ourselves in trouble because we're still small and uh, Google does not care if they accidentally step on us. They really don't. Um, selling links, yeah, no duh. Do not sell links on your site. If you're going to, of course, you can sell them, but make sure that you, uh, you no follow them, make it very obvious they're sponsored. Link and like farms. Like farms, I haven't heard that before, but it makes perfect sense. Uh, it's funny how the world has changed. Hey, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, don't make websites or sections of websites completely devoted to getting links and reciprocating links, and perhaps even whole websites built to that. It's just yuck. That's trading page rank, whatever you want to call it, or likes, <laughs> or likes. Yes, <laughs> Facebook likes, whatever it may be. Three-way links. Uh, so that's uh, we talked before about link wheels, uh, where one person's not like necessarily linking to the other, but linking to the person after them. Uh, essentially, no one's directly linking to each other, but they are two or three steps down the chain. Um, they used to be a very popular tactic for the shadier of the, of the SEO world, but it's highly advisable. You do not you do that, and they are easily detected now. Uh, content duplication. Again, 301 redirects help with that. Now, unless you're intent on doing those they are bad uh auto following in social content i thought that was really interesting uh in social media i should say uh i, I can't really i mean auto following what do you think that means exactly i think of a whole number of ways that could mean different things see when i think of that the first thing i think about is someone follows you like say twitter or whatever and then you automatically follow them back I, i'm trying to see how that applies to a website and you know, maybe if you had some sort of script, I, I I don't even know to tell you the truth. I'm not sure what they mean there exactly. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Like, uh, I mean, the the most obvious one is what you mentioned. I mean, if you're auto following in social media, I don't see how that's a big deal. It's I guess it doesn't look very good, but it's it's not exactly a rank issue. Um, I wonder if there's a way that they can see people coming to them through Facebook or some other social platform and then having, you know, some code automatically go back into their social platform and, and add them or try to like them or follow them. 
for people that don't log out of Twitter and Facebook. I, I don't know if that's possible. Why couldn't it be, I guess? I don't know. Cool. Well, one thing uh, uh, to sort of wrap this up, uh, there wasn't much else that, that Bing was adding here. Uh, he just said that this is just a starting point and that uh, you'll make uh, you'll probably do, have some benefit from doing a little more research, but this is a few of the tips. Now, that's wrapping that up. I wanted to mention something before I forget. Uh, we are uh, hoping that anyone out there who likes the show um, will nominate SEO 101 in the podcast awards. The deadline for nominations is October 15th. It's called the People's Choice Podcast Awards. And the uh, winner gets a trip to New Media Expo in Vegas. And it's currently already nominated, so uh, hopefully you can find it easily. But uh, yeah, it'd be cool. Just another one of those fringe benefits we... Uh, we love uh, doing the show either way, but uh, it's always neat to hear when you guys like it as well. And that's it. There's still stuff we left. It's amazing how much we think we can fit in a show, but it just doesn't happen. Any case, thanks for joining us today, Scott. Yeah, anytime. Look forward to number 10. Oh, yeah. Ross, uh, <laughs> that's a podcastawards.com for those that want to go ahead and uh, nominate. Podcastawards.com. Perfect. Yes, Sneaky, thank you, everyone. Yes, he gets in there. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us on the show, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 within Google Plus. Uh, then just uh, look at the very bottom of the research results that appear in terms of uh, it's they're broken down into section. There's communities that are at the bottom, and you'll find SEO 101 at the top there. All right. Have a great week, everyone. And remember to tune into future episodes, which are at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week, and thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. See ya. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam and our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkin treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew, pumpkin spice signature latte, and our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.